Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Bob Stoffer in Ice District. Rogers place the Oilers and the Nashville Predators uh, tonight, 7 p.m. Puck Drop pregame show, 5.30. Just had Fred's general manager. David Poyle on the show. We are going to head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, get an update on the Bakersfield Condors. We welcome back to the show the GM of the Condors, assistant GM of the Edmonton Oilers, Keith Gretzky. Hello, Keith. How are you? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. It was good to see you here in town for uh, the next couple of days. There's going to be a lot of pomp and pageantry as we uh, uh, honor Ryan Smith and Lee Fogle, and uh, it's going to be an awesome experience. Um, you've been down in Bakersfield the last few weeks. How would you assess the start to the season? You know, as a team, I think we're uh, we're finding our way, I think, with new coaching. Um, it's a lot of young players and, and guys that have come down to Bakersfield and have really uh, for immigration reasons or whatever been off the ice for a little bit so the the getting together and, and playing as a team at, at times has has been a little bit of a exposed in my opinion and, and hopefully you know I always thought by middle of, middle of November we would be you know in full force because of all the injuries and stuff like that. So we're we're close, and the good the good news is they they've the kids have played well, and it's it's that's what it's about. Yeah, you've dropped the last three games after a two zero and one start, uh, record overall at two three and one. Um, and you, you we'll get to some of the bodies that you're going to get back because I think there might be another one this weekend or this week against San Diego. Uh, but I, you mentioned the kids, and I want to start with Xavier Borgo. He's a first-round draft choice, obviously, in uh, 2021. He's, he had a big year last year in the Quebec League with 36 goals and 75 points and went plus 29, played in the Memorial Cup, opted out of playing for Team Canada in the World Juniors. Um you know, I, I wouldn't say he killed it in preseason uh, or even in the rookie tournament, but it looks like he's starting to get his legs under him, Keith, based on the stats. You're there in the building watching him. What are you seeing with Xavier Borgo? Um, you know what? I'm happy where he's come from, and, and I say that maybe because what you said. and I thought maybe his first couple games, too, weren't great. I talked to him and, and asked him what he thought, and he agreed that he could be better. And I think it's it's a big jump going from junior to uh, to playing against men every night and, you know, different practices and travel and you're, you live on your own and, and you know, you got to look after your body. I, I'm, I'm happy where he is lately. Um, he's he's starting to work harder and you know he's of course you want him to be bigger and stronger and all those things but he's he's doing a lot of little things and he's working harder without the puck the last three games four games it's it's good to see so you know the points are a bonus that's that's his bread and butter to his game is is scoring goals and he has scored some really nice goals because of his hard work and um that's one thing i'm happy about with uh, xavier yeah, well, he's got two shorthanded goals this year, three goals, five points in six games this season. We're talking to Keith Gretzky about the Bakersfield Condors. Now, I don't know if it's fair to ask for an assessment on Philip Roberg. He's only played the one game. He basically didn't play for three weeks. At some point, either during, it must have been during the preseason, he, he picked up something because he, you know, he was a sign of the minors and didn't play for you right away. So I don't know if he got nicked up, but... Uh, I know he got back in. You only had the one game last weekend. Did he look like a guy that hadn't played for a while? 
Yep, he he, he did, and and that's okay. That's that's why you're down here, and you know he's still young. Everybody forgets that we we won the play yesterday, and you know what? He's going to take some time to get in the game shape ready, and and you know get a feel for everything because I thought he was a little rusty with the pucks, you know, during the game and even defending. So you know I think this weekend it's going to get his feet wet again, and you know we play Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So good for him. All right, uh, I'm gonna, now going to ask you about two guys that. Uh, and one guy's been out, but two guys that went from being on AHL contracts to NHL contracts. The guy leading your team in scoring is James Hamlin. He's got three goals and six points in six games this year. He he got a long look in Oilers training camp. Uh, he's played a bunch of hockey. Uh, you know what, what are you seeing out of James right now? James has played the same way he's played for us last year. I, I think he's he's very defense. Uh, reliable defending and and you know offensively he he's sneaky offensive and and he makes plays but it's for me it's the effort that he gives and, and he plays the game the right way i think that's really important when you're not a you know a super superstar and and james is worries about his own end and you know i know his line's been on for you know a bunch of goals against but they they play against the best players and you know, he, he comes to work every day, and that's probably the, one of the reasons why he earned himself an NHL contract. All right. The other guy that earned himself an NHL deal was Vincent Deharnay, and he's been out with a hand injury. How close is he re- to returning? Um, he's real close. I think as close as playing maybe tomorrow night, um, he's ready. I think, his, again, it comes back to your conditioning and game ready and your instincts. And, you know, you, when you don't have the training camp and you don't have exhibition games, it's kind of on your mind that you're not going to be as sharp as as you want to be. But Vinny's going to help us stabilize. I think the one thing that we've been a little leaky about is, is our back end. Is, you know, we've, we've had some injuries, and, and we thought guys would be back, and they haven't, and, and that that's that's American Hockey League for you. Um, but other guys got to step up. So getting him back tomorrow, hopefully, is going to be a, a big big help for us. The organization signed Jason Demers to a 25-game uh, I guess a minor pro deal or whatever it is. Uh, you've got Demers, you've got Kesselin, you've got Kemp. They're all right shots. DeHarnay comes back at 6'7". He's a right shot. Uh, can you play for a right shot, D, Keith? Yeah, we will. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, Demers has been great. JD's been really good with our kids. It's it's. Um, you know, last year we had so many young defensemen that we couldn't go out and sign uh, Demers or another player that we've had before that were older because we needed those kids to play. And you see the the Brobergs and you see Nima Lane and you see um, other players that, that are, you know, Kesselring is a prime example. I don't think he, you know, he's played well, um, but it's baby steps for him. But we, I don't think we'd see the development if we would have had those older defensemen taking those young guys' spots and, you know, are you you going to pay the price some nights because of being inexperienced? Yeah, of course, but this year we have an opening and, and JD's been really good with our kids and, and helped stabilize and, and lead by example, so it's worked out good for both of us. Alright, so, so you mentioned Kesselring, uh, Michael Kesselring, who's a, you know, six foot five right shot D, I, I to me he kind of looked like a, even in the rookie tournament I thought he was a bit of a wild colt out there like you weren't really sure position like Kemp seemed to be a little bit more steady of a player now that said Kesselring had three goals and 76 minor uh, games in the AHL two years before 
He's got four goals in six games, Keith. Is this just he's had a couple pucks go in for him, or has he added some more offense to his game? Is he playing on the power play? What's going on there with Michael Kesselring? You know what? I think he's he's found some luck um, getting the shot to the net. Um, and he doesn't play the power play. We, we, we want him to really defend him, and he's a big body. And he's improved on that from two years ago when he came out of school and, you know, it was a shortened season. He he was Bambi out there, and I thought he really at times struggled. And But that's that's why you're in the American League. you you got to develop and you got to realize what your game's like. And, and, you know, credit to him, he's gotten bigger and stronger. He's improved on his skating. So, you know, he's, he's striding in the right direction. Uh, we should mention that the uh, Edmonton Oilers have uh, activated from non-roster loan to Bakersfield both Raphael Lavoie and Vincent Deharnay. Lavoie's second-round pick uh, is is he an imminent return as well this week, or would he might maybe be another week? No, no, I believe he's ready to go tomorrow night. So it's it's like I said, you know, we thought by middle of November we'd we'd have everybody hopefully up and running and and we should be by then and and with adding those two players that you know they played in the league and and they're both big bodies and you know you can you can use those type of guys and especially when you play back-to-back nights team decided to uh ken holland to, to give dimitri samarukov a fresh start doug armstrong hooked up in the deal for clem costin a late first round pick of the st louis blues uh, I see he's got a goal and three uh, points in six games. Uh, he and Seth Griffith, uh, those guys are first-line caliber players. Do they just have one bad game? I mean, they're both sitting at minus six. And I know Griffith, who was fantastic for you last year, had an 80-point season. He hasn't scored yet either. No, I think Clem's been really good. I, I have no no uh, issues with him. He's He came in. Um, it's hard when you get traded, of course, and and you know you've been with the team for as long as as he was, um, and and you know it, it was a good trade for both teams, and and you know I, I think uh, Griff has has uh, been a little snake bitten, and and you know you got to work hard, and things don't come easy. You got to get your nose dirty, and I think uh, you know Seth is a little bit on the outside, and waiting for for it to happen instead of going to make it happen and hopefully this week he's had a good week and and ready to go tomorrow night we're joined by keith gretzky the assistant general manager of the edmonton Oilers. keith goaltending uh calvin pickard had a great training camp in preseason for the Oilers. he only gave up one goal uh but right now uh rodriguez at 882 and pickard is at 874 now i i know it's a, a reflection on the team as well but do you need a couple more saves there you know what? I, with Pick, I, he hasn't played real bad. That's the the, the thing about it. He, you know, I think our penalty killing hasn't been where it needs to be. And and you know, when we break down, it's a major breakdown. And and you're leaving the goalie out there to dry. And you know, you can always say that, and people say that. But with with what's happened, I think with with Pick is that it, they've they've picked apart a major mistake that we've made. And you know, the other night for five minutes, it was like you know four goals and two of them on the PK and really no chances on them. So I, I don't so much say it's the goaltending right now. I, I think, you know, could we uh, do better? Of course, everybody can play better, but I, I don't slowly, you know, solely blame uh, the goaltending on either one of them. Um, but we ha- all have to be a little better too, though. Keith, we know you're involved in the procurement of uh, on the pro side a bit in terms of finding some players, and it's it's interesting what's happened here with Stuart Skinner. 
the fans are really excited about Skinner. He's come a long, long way. What I like is his deportment. You know, how he... It's clear the players and the team like him. He's a low-maintenance guy. He's not, you know... Sometimes some goalies have unique personalities. He seems to... But you were in on uh, Anton Forsberg was a target to be the organizational number three goaltender for the uh, 2021 year, the the bubble year. The Oilers lost him on waivers, and it meant that Skinner spent smart part of that year in Edmonton before you guys got going down in AHL, and then he was your guy. Is there? I mean, are you surprised? You watched Skinner a lot over the last three years. Are you surprised how far Stewart has come? To the point now where the fans in Edmonton are like, hey, we, you know, this guy's a really good goalie. There's a lot of confidence in this market where Skinner's going to be going here. Well, you know what? Number one is, is you know, all the credit goes to Stewie. Worked hard. You know, he, he really put the time in in the summertime. And, you know, then he went down to Bakersfield. And I think Sly Rodriguez, our goalie coach, did a great job with him every day, meeting with him. And, and it's, you know, a lot of it is mental with goaltenders and anybody it is and they you know and then and then Swartzy did a lot of work with him when he was here in the summers and and you know I think at the end of the day it's still got to be up to the player to do what he's got to do and you know Stu Stu played real well and and it's one of those it's the best trades that you don't make are the ones that are the best ones and with Stu we were we were fortunate that that he got to play during that shortened season. He was up in Edmonton. He got to see how hard Smith and Kossian worked, and and I think it really clicked in for him. And, you know, like I said, the credit is for him because he's the one who had to do it. And, you know, on the the other side of it, it just shows, shows you how important it is to succeed down in the American League first before you come up to play in the NHL. And, you know, Stu was down there for four years. He was even in the East Coast League at times. So, you know, he worked hard. And, you know what, you have to succeed down in the minor leagues before you really, you know, we've done that before with anybody. And and you got to go and show that you belong in the American League. And he's, he did that. And, and now he's, he's played well up here so far. So, you know, great job on Stu for, for being that, that guy that, you know, worked hard to get to where he's at now. Awesome stuff, Keith. We appreciate the update. Uh, we'll see you tonight in the arena. Thank you for joining us on Oilers Now. You- you got it, Bob. See you tonight. Bye-bye. See ya. That is Keith Gretzky, Edmonton Oilers Assistant General Manager. When we come back, a trivia question. Well, it's not a trivia question. It's a this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. And it almost ties a little back into David Poyle and Bud Poyle. This is Oilers Now. Who is this? Nicely done, Brandon. 152 at Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Did one of them date Cher for a while? Wasn't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm going too old school. Uh, 152 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Time for the Oilers Now Injury Report. Brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Trent Brown, James Brown, the gang. Uh, James H. Brown. Unrivaled experience over 250 years. Unrivaled commitment. Unrivaled results. It's just simple. They're the best. You just heard Keith Kretzky. And he talked about the fact that uh, Vincent DeHarnay and Raphael Lavoie cleared and ready to go down in the minors, which means only Tyler Benson uh, is the only uh, 
player uh, currently dinged up out on LTIR with the Edmonton Oilers after suffering a lower body injury late in preseason. As we go to list in Oilers history for New West travel, you can join Oilers now on a three-night road trip to Vegas to see the Oilers play the Golden Knights. Visit newwesttravel.com for more information. And here's Brendan Escott, back to 1971. Yeah, the Oilers franchise founded by Wild Bill Hunter and Dr. Charles Allard as one of 12 founding franchises in the World Hockey Association. They were named the Alberta Oilers after the proposed team in Calgary ended up in Cleveland and commenced play in 1972. Uh, Dr. Charles Allard passed away. Uh, geez, it would have been in the early 90s, I'm thinking. Um I've got a buck at home uh, about uh, Dr. Allard, but uh, I know his uh, his daughter uh, Kathy uh, Rusin uh, was. They've remained heavily vested in uh, both radio and television over the years. At one time, uh, were in control of Western International Communications, which uh, was the parent company of Six Thirty Cheds back in the day. I uh, was talking about that actually with David Boyle earlier today on Oilers. Now, hey, we wouldn't be here without Wild Bill Hunter, one of the greatest barnstormers of all time. We got a game tonight, the Oilers and the Predators. Face-off show begins at uh, 5.30 uh, with Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Cam Moon, Jack Michaels, and myself. Puck drop, Cam and myself. I'll have the call tonight at 7. Tomorrow for Aquarian Renovation Sportsnet's Mark Spector. Coming up next, the global news weather traffic update with Raya LaHue, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, Jalen Nye uh, today from uh, th- 3 until 5.30 with the 6.30 Chad Afternoons. Back at you at 5.35. Talk to you then. So long, everybody from Oilers Now.